Just a warning before today's podcast that there is some adult material and material that may be offensive to younger listeners and very sensitive people today. Not to mention profanity. Plenty of profanity all over the place. This is the The world's best jokes told by the world's best joke tellers. With Jimmy Lane. Marty Hausberger. And uh, today, I I mean, the jokes, I didn't even pre-screen the jokes that you have available for us today. And last week, I had to shut you down, if you recall. Remember? I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you did. That's a little bit too That's why I don't have that one joke I was going to bring. And we got to mention that we are evolving um, uh, on our morning show that we do the radio station morning show here at uh, WCTY 97.7. Mm-hmm. You can find it on your Alexa if you're listening to the Ukraine. I don't know if the Ukraine has Alexa yet or not, but we do we know we have a lot of listeners in the Ukraine for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but anybody else can probably just go to your Alexa and say, hey, Alexa, play WCTY. And uh, poof, just there like that. it is. Should I try it? I think they probably have it in uh, Ukraine. But yeah, go ahead. Let's try it here. Right. Alexa, play WCTY. Hi, this is Jimmy. And this is There Jimmy. it is. Welcome to That's where you get a little opening like that. There. Stop bothering me. Alexa, how old is Dick Van Dyke? That's dirty. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke is 95 years old. Okay, so we can. Wow. Um, you can find our podcast on Alexa, too, if you haven't tried that either. Just Alexa, play the Jimmy and Shelly podcast. Getting Jimmy and Shelly podcast from Amazon Music. Resuming people are crazy bedtime story. There you go. Yeah. Look at that. It's There it is. That's right. the latest bedtime story. We did make the warning that if you're under the age of 18 years old, you might not want to listen to today's podcast. Yeah. But I have a feeling that those people that are under the age of 18 don't even know what a podcast is. Oh, they all know. I got it. They all know. That's all they listen to, unfortunately. All right, here's one of the jokes we told this week on the air. There was an elderly man who had spent a good number of years on the earth. He had a fine life, and his time was finally approaching. He spent his final days laying on his bed, uh, awaiting death, surrounded sometimes by family and friends. In death's agony, the elderly man suddenly smelled the aroma. It was his favorite chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) With all the strength he could muster, the dying man lifted himself up and slowly made his way out of the room there. Although he had to lean against the wall to walk and crawl down the stairs, the man was determined to get one last taste of those chocolate chip cookies that he craved and wanted so bad. He kept going. He was almost convinced he was in heaven. That was when he saw the chocolate chip spread out upon a wax table. There were hundreds, hundreds of chocolate chip cookies. And it almost seemed like the paradise he had dreamt of. There. Finally mustered all the strength he could and he got to the table. Whole time thinking how wonderful it was of his wife to uh, do this for him. That last gesture. Good. And while uh, landing on his knees, he took in the cookie and he felt alive one more time. And as he was enjoying the wondrous taste of the cookie in his mouth, his flow was interrupted by his wife who smacked oh. his hand. Oh. <laughs> Get again. And she said, stay out of those. They're for the funeral. That's a joke of the day. 
You notice there was no super fan in that, but I think my mm-hmm. wife could have been the super fan, and I could have been the dying old man on that. Uh, if we if we were, yeah, I could that see that easily. Running. Definitely, she would be slapping oh. my hand, saying, "Don't yeah. eat those cookies. You don't need to eat those cookies. No. They got trans fat in them." That's and, right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm on my deathbed, honey. That's right. Yes. Program note: the next week is going to be St. Patrick's Day, <gasps> and we will have the world's best St. Patrick's Day jokes told yes. by the world's best St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day joke, joke tellers. tellers with uh, some of the very best dialect work that you will ever ever hear oh my gosh it's for, so uh, good same, it's and so you, good you've been working on yours and mm-hmm. shelly's a natural <laughs> let's move right on to your one of your jokes right now all right all right this does have a one word profanity in it i believe all right just as a warning okay uh, so american soldier he's back in world war ii and he just returned from weeks of intense action on the uh, front lines there with against Germany and he finally been granted some R&R and he was on a train going to London and the train was very crowded. Soldiers walking back and forth trying to find us empty seat. And the only unoccupied seat was this one directly adjacent to the uh, well-dressed middle-aged lady and was being used by her little dog. So the war weary <laughs> soldier asked, please, not as good please as may, sound may, effects, but may, may, I, may I sit in that seat? Mm-hmm. And the English woman looked her nose down at the soldiers, sniffed, and mm. said, You Americans, you're such a rude class of people. Can't you see my little Fifi is using that seat? <laughs> well, the soldier walked away, determined, though, to find a place to sit down and rest. But after another trip down to the end of the train, he found himself again facing that same woman with the dog. He asked again, Please, lady, may I sit there? I'm, I'm very tired. The English woman wrinkled up her nose and snorted, You Americans, not only are you rude, you are arrogant. Imagine. Well, the soldier didn't say anything else. He leaned over, picked up the little dog, and tossed it out the window of the train. Wow. And sat down right there in that Did empty not seat. not see that going. Yeah, that, that, that's... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, the woman shrieked, of course, railed, demanded yeah. that someone defend her and chastise the soldier. She's so upset. Well, there was this English gentleman. He was sitting right across the aisle, and he spoke up. You know, sir, you Americans do seem to have a penchant for doing the wrong thing. You eat holding the fork in the wrong hand. You drive your autos on the wrong side of the road. And now, sir, you've thrown the wrong bitch out the window. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's let's delve into this joke a little bit here. We're going to analyze this joke. Oh, my gosh. A little bit. First of all, we did not know that they had Karens in in England. Oh, so we, we totally definitely a Karen. Yeah. Number two is I always, you know, make room for a soldier. He's to, a soldier to sit down. Yes. that's what we do for soldiers. We out of gratitude and respect, thank them for their service. Exactly. And then also number three, I'm thinking about Lady Gaga and her dogs that were kidnapped. Oh yeah, dog nap. And she was more concerned about the dogs than she was as the dog walker. Yeah, nobody said that. how he yeah. was doing. And this woman seemed to be more concerned about somebody defending her yeah. than than the actually, you know, trying to get her dog back. She didn't mention the dog at all. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. So that's uh, that's what I got out of that joke. That's a good so. analogy, man. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, but you're spot on. Spot All right. On. One of the things at seven o'clock in the morning on our morning show, we talk about some good news, some happy news, and here's some happy news that uh, turned into something—a true story that I still find a little humorous. 
Um, William Rogers in New Hampshire is crediting his Apple Watch with saving his life. He was walking on the Salmon Falls River when the ice broke, fell into the water, could not get to his phone, obviously. Obviously. But he had his Apple Watch on and he used it to call 911. Really? Yeah, he did. You can That's a commercial that. for Apple Watch, isn't it? That too. And then remember what happened to me that one time that I, I was with Marty and we were at the campground yes. and we had been drinking some whiskey old fashions. Yeah, yep. And the, he left and I stayed at the campground and I had saved half of my sandwich for later on at, that night. <laughs> and I could not find my sandwich. For your dinner. For my dinner, yeah. yes. And I could not find my phone. I could it was a big sandwich and you wanted to save it for another time. Ding dang it. Yes. And, and you couldn't find it. You couldn't find your phone and, and your sandwich. Phone. What a quandary. And I used my Apple Watch to call my wife. It's kind of like the same thing, but not. <laughs> so almost the same exact thing. But it's not. And she was almost very unhelpful when it came to helping me find my sandwich. Really? She's like, check in the refrigerator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not there. No, but you found your your phone in there. That's That was your bonus. <laughs> Do you remember that day uh, by any chance, Oh, my Marty? gosh. One of the greatest days ever. Oh, wow. We're going to have another one. Those old fashions and with real maple syrup. Yeah, that's the key. Connecticut maple syrup from yeah. our own. Uh, people are sapping. They're doing that right now. Yeah, it's tapping the season, their, right? their trees. It's, yeah, definitely. So did it's you almost, tap this year? You didn't tap, did you? Uh, don't do it. Don't, it's a waste Very of money. Very inefficient, right? <laughs> Very inefficient. <laughs> to make a quart of maple syrup, um, it takes about 50 gallons <laughs> of propane. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's not, not hardly. And a lot of water, right? A lot of water, yeah. Uh. Um, what a great day that was. But I, was. I had no recollection um, the next day of how I was able to call my wife and, uh, and talk to her on the, on the phone. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't, and I we're like, still looking for the sandwich. Yeah. I found, I didn't find my phone in the refrigerator. I found my phone on my bed where I found my phone. Mm. But I did not know how I was able to call my wife and ask her where the sandwich was. But I, you just said, I, call I, that. <laughs> yeah. What a day. You can we're talk. do that again. We had cigars. Oh, we're going to do that soon. Oh, man. Um, I've got some Cubans. Oh, boy. All right. Cubans. Yeah. You got someone you were where? Oh, well, from, uh, from, from Franco. Franco. Franco got you some when he went there. Uh, got me some Cubans. Nice. All right. All right. We're doing that. We're going uh, bike riding this week, too. Yeah. Can we smoke cigars from bike riding? No, it's not I good, can't. That's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bike. I've got a, a bike that goes a automatic. self-propelled bike right, yeah. or whatever it is. Um, humor Motorized to, bike. <laughs> Marty's not always there for humor in the headlines. There, no, so I miss it, it sometimes. It Bring it to the podcast. Yeah. World's great. Thank you. You're listening to the World's Greatest Jokes by the World's Greatest Joke Tellers here today. today. Let's skip that one here. Oh, that one's not <laughs> good enough. Um, the CEO of Fitbit has shelled out $1.32 million for a Tom Brady rookie card. Mm. He was rewarding himself for 10,000 steps. <laughs> All right. um, Willard Weber of Littleton, North Carolina, won a million-dollar lotto jackpot just seven months after he won a $4 million oh. lotto jackpot. When asked what he's going to do with all that money, he said, buy lottery tickets. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem. I have a problem. He didn't have a problem. He wins. Yeah. Carly Pierce is being inducted into the Kentucky Hall of yes, Fame. Yes, Country is. music singer Carly whoop, whoop. Pierce. And we discovered that she's uh, from very close to where I lived in uh, right. Kentucky. Northern I Kentucky. I lived in Alexandria, and uh, she lived, where did, what's the name of that um, place? in the, Taylor uh, Mill. Taylor Mill, mm-hmm. Kentucky, yeah. Yep. Um, being inducted into the Kentucky Hall of Fame, and also being inducted into the Kentucky Hall of Fame this year, is the banjo player from Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs>
again, hurtful. Oh, being a Kentucky yeah. native. Super fans, we got to tell you about our super fans that are out there. First of all, thank you so much for doing that. It's only $9.95 a month and for that, for being a patriarch of the, of the podcast. Ooh. And yeah. And you get the podcast before anybody else does. At least a minute. You get mentioned from time to time. Subject in some of the, to the jokes. jokes. Yeah, we stories. come to your house and tell you, you have a party or something? We come yeah. to your house and we, uh, you know, we perform. Tell some jokes. Tell some jokes for you there today. So um, please uh, sign up for that. Oh, this is a joke that I, I've been wanting to tell on the radio. And for some reason, I feel like I, I can't tell this joke on the it's radio. It's a little edgy, a little iffy. Um, I don't know. You be the, All right, you I'll be the, the judge. judge here. You let me know if it's something maybe perhaps I can tell on the radio here. Mm, okay. We're trying to be a little more sensitive. We're evolving as a morning show. We? I mean, we're not doing blonde jokes anymore. We're, you know, that's sexist for one thing. Yeah. And it implies that uh, blonde women are dumb and are, stupid. Yeah, are, yeah, are unintelligible. And uh, they're not. No. Um, and we're also dad jokes. We got to be careful about that. Not if it's if we're making jokes about dads, in in other words. So yeah, but I mean we can tell dad jokes. Dad jokes are the best. But we don't want to tell jokes about dad. So. All right, young for this happened. This joke happened back in the 1940s. Ooh. As a matter of fact, this joke has been around for a long time. Young fellow walks into the talent agency's office. Have you heard the aristocrats joke? I don't think so. Oh, my God. All right. Next They're time, probably canceled, too, aren't they? Next time you are at the campground, Ooh. Um, the aristocrats joke. All right. We were talking about it, and that, I can't even do that on the podcast. I was going to say, is I'm that sorry. podcastable? That is not podcastable. What? Absolutely oh, wow. not even. Oh, I can't I wait. probably even shouldn't even have you listen to it without carefully having you sign something. The really? Yeah. Come on, joke. it's me, man. It is considered the dirtiest joke and the greatest joke of all time. And people like um, Sarah Silverman, there's a whole, there's a whole documentary on comedians telling this joke and what they think of this joke and dissecting the joke as we did earlier here at the Aristocrats. Wow. Yes. I want to hear this bad now. So, and that joke is also about somebody walking into a, a family walking into a talent um, office. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what made yeah. you remind me of you. Okay. that. So yes. Right. And everybody wants to join us at the campground and, Come and listen to the Aristocrats joke. Yeah. It's about an eight-minute joke. Oh, that's it's good. It's not the world's longest joke. No, oh. that was on our podcast a few weeks ago. <laughs> Speaking of the world's <laughs> longest joke, by the way, we're going to do one podcast with one joke at, at some point in time. It's so going to be like 20 we're minutes. Gonna, we're going to break the record because it's, Ooh, yeah, there's a the record. record. Um, it's breakable. So we can do it on a podcast. Okay. Young man walks into the talent agent's office and he says he wants to break into the show business. And the agent mm -hmm. says, okay, kid, show me what you got. And a kid tells some jokes, and he does a little soft shoe, and he sings a little bit, and he does a little acrobatic act in the ottoman, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Not pretty good. He's impressing the agent. The agent's like, I think I'm going to be able to find you some work. Nice. You ever heard of television? The young man said, I'd never heard of television, no. Remember, no, it's the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well... I, I can even see you in television, as a matter of fact. It's yeah. going to be big, I think. Young man, proud and excited, says, wow, you can get me work in this business I've been wanting to do. And the agent says, sure, tell me what your name is. And the young man says, my name is Penis Van Lesbian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Penis Van Lesbian? That's his name. Comes right. from a proud line of Van Lesbians. <laughs> Does. Lineage of yes. lesbians. Penis, Van lesbians. Penis Jr.'s dad was a penis, as a matter of fact. Yes, so. 
you probably have a baby someday and also, you know, and yeah. carry it on there. The agent says, well, hold on, kid. Hold on. Yeah, this, hold is on the, this is the 40s and we're not. We got a problem. We're not woke yet. Um, no. We're going to have to change your name. Nobody's going to hire you with a name like penis, penis van family. lesbian. No. Mm. Well, the young, young man is crestfallen and he's proud oh, of his wow. name and his heritage and his family and he refuses sure. to change his name. So he leaves and he, he's going to try another agent there. And, and that didn't work out. And they all say the same thing. No, you're great. Love you. You love you. Everything is great. Mm. Just change your name. No. People change their names all the time. That's right. Happens all the time. Yeah. A few months later, he comes to the, back to the original uh, agent and, and says, Hey, kid, it's good to see you again. Are you still looking for work? Have you changed your name? Well, with his head hanging low, the young man yeah. says, Yes, yes, Shame. yes. Every agent in town has turned me down because of my name, Penis Van Lesbian. So I've changed it. Great, kid. Right. What you come What's up with? your new name? Dick Van Dyke. Who's <laughs> <laughs> 95? 95. We found, <laughs> we that, found out that earlier today. That was a little like teasing, a little, yeah. little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing. No Dick Van Dyke was going to be there. The, some people were some around, yeah. joke. Some people put that together in the middle of the joke. I did. You did. I didn't want to say anything, yeah. but I was like, oh, wait a minute. All right, we got um, we got Anthony A. Bear, super fan. And we mentioned him on one of our jokes. Hey, little Anthony A. Bear is listening to the radio. And he little Anthony A. Bear. Good Anthony. Heard a commercial on how to want to be a Catholic priest, and he thought to himself, why, sure, of course. All right, I'm out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds he good. Said, he said to himself, first of all, I think I need to be a monk. So <laughs> little Anthony Haber went to the monastery in town and talked to the head monk. Said, and the head monk said, well, first thing you do is you have to take a vow of silence. And after that vow of silence, after three years, you're allowed to say two words every three years. Three years. You must stay silent, wait three years, and you can say two words. The man agreed, Anthony. And after the first three years, the head monk came to him and said, All right, you've done it. You've been silent for three years. What are your first two words? Little Anthony said, Food cold. All right. Oh, food boy. cold. All right. He's a head monk. I'm like, I got it. All right. All right. Three more years went by, and the head monk came to him again and said, uh, Oh, three more years. You get to say two more words. Bed hard, he said. Bed, Bed hard. Bed hard. Bed hard. <laughs> said, That's what he said. A, you gotta, you words. got to use your words wisely. That's yes. right. Very Be efficient. Good, think, yes. Then he went to silent for three more years, and the head monk came up to him again and said, You get two more words. What would you like to say? Little Anthony said, I quit. Well, the head monk said, I'm not surprised you've done nothing but complain ever since you got here. <laughs> I saw South Park, and it was about oh, uh, <laughs> the Catholic, the local Catholic priest in the, in the little town of South Park. There. I haven't and seen I that one yet. I can't say anything oh, at all about it, but anyway. I, I want to see that one. Um, what's your joke here today? Uh, uh, this is the one with the little gore in it, so be, be okay. aware if you're not into gore and mm. violence. And mm. There's this yeah. chief, and he's talking to his tribe, and he says, Are we the greatest tribe? <laughs> and of course, they say, Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I like it already. Then we need our own nuclear bomb and a rocket to carry it okay <laughs> let's build it then let's go yeah never heard this joke i'm loving it so, so the far. tribe they chopped down the thickest tallest tree in the forest they deleted the core filled the tree with gunpowder produced recipes traded from travelers from years and years ago so the rocket's done the chief gathers his tribe around again 
My tribe, we have finished our rocket. Now we need to decide where should we send it. And a distant voice somewhere in the crowd. Let's send it to Yerevan. The tribe was mm -hmm. silent. Right. <laughs> no one had any ideas anymore. Yeah, that was that so was So the random. chief agreed, all right, Yerevan it is. <laughs> okay. So the tribe painted these huge letters on the rocket to Yerevan. So the moment of launch is upon them. Tribe gathers around the rocket. The chief lights the fuse, and the next thing <laughs> destroyed every single house in the village. Half the tribes died. Other halves deaf, missing limbs. Horrible, just mm. horrible sight. Chief lies about 25 meters or so from where the explosion happened. He's missing both his arms. He's only got one leg. He's bleeding. He lifts up his head. And the last of his remaining strength, and he says, Holy crap! Imagine what happened to Yerevan! <laughs> Is Yerevan a place? I don't think so. So that's... <laughs> so that's that might have been the problem. Why did the rocket didn't know where to go? Oh, he didn't know where to go. Didn't know where to go. I just that thought was it was a malfunctioning problem. rocket. <laughs> it could have been a malfunctioning rocket. I mean, I mean, do you know what year this took place? I, if it's the fifties, maybe when the, everybody else was working on their uh, probably, yeah, yeah, like, probably, yeah, probably forties right again, like forties, like, like the yeah, talent yeah, yeah. agency, late thirties, sure. forties, yeah, about the same time Penis Van Lesbian <laughs> was looking for a job <laughs> in the talent agency. Yeah, this he tribe, was probably the guy at the talent agency. Tribe was yeah. trying to put together, yeah, a, a nuclear bomb down there. Probably. Uh, before we wrap up, I want to remind people about the peas on the head challenge. Got to keep this going, <laughs> folks. <Can> I, <laughs> here's how it started. I don't know if you guys have heard about this latest trend that. It's taking over social media. What's that? Uh, what is it? It really is, and it started with just a couple of disc jockeys getting together, talking about what can we do to bring some smiles to people's faces during these hard times, mm -hmm. during these unprecedented times. And uh, unprecedented, they, normal. Uh, they came up with the hashtag "peas on my head." Peas on my head. <laughs> hashtag. Now it's P E A. By the way, oh, please make sure that uh, when you're spelling it, it's pretty peas. Yeah, pretty peas. Pretty peas. Yeah. Common. <laughs> Now, just imagine how uh, what a what a smile it would bring to my face if, like, Renee Glennon posted a picture, a selfie with peas on her head. <laughs> just imagine it how would much change your life. How much joy that would bring yes. to so many different people. Devin Morin is going to do oh it today. I got it. Uh, got her listed down there. Kaylee Wright is in the process right now of finding some peas, but she can't find any Goya peas. <laughs> doesn't have to be Goya. Doesn't have to be Goya. No, it doesn't have to be Goya. Peas or peas for Goya. <laughs> Obviously, we prefer. <laughs> Obviously. But it doesn't have to be Jolly Green Giants. Sure. sure. Got to keep it going. And so proud that this is taking off. Finally, it is. Finally something I started that's actually could amount to something. We thought it would take off instantaneously, yeah, but it's but been a little slow build. It's a slow build, which yeah. is better which is that fun. way. That yeah. means it'll last longer. Yeah. Now, is there an Olaf challenge? Is that uh, the story that you have coming uh, up here? Is that, yeah. a, is that a challenge? I, I don't think a it's a challenge. challenge. We don't want to do this, but yeah, right. this is not a joke or anything, but yeah. it was a guy down in Florida, and he got arrested. He was, uh, <clears throat> as we say, having relations with an Olaf doll mm -hmm. and a unicorn Okay. <laughs> Inside a target. Okay, right there in the aisle. In the privacy of your own home. No, 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 no. Go no. all day. No, Have yeah. fun. <laughs> That's what I say. Go all day. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> but With yeah. Olaf and yeah. a unicorn. <laughs> but not in the targets. Not in the targets, no. Targets, and so yeah. he was in court, and then the judge obviously ordered yeah. a psych evaluation for this guy to see if he can, you know, mm -hmm. stand up for trial. Well, it turns out that his dad says, 
Ah, yeah, my boy does this all the time. He got caught in a Walmart doing the same thing to ah. something else. It's like, are you serious? Yeah. Olaf and the unicorn. Does it all the time. Jollies it's just like, oh, that's my boy. That's my boy. I'm proud of him. <laughs> that's my boy. He can go all day. <laughs> oh, big thank you to all of you who made it through this entire podcast today. Huge <laughs> thank you to that. Thank you. Make sure you comment on it, please. You need a psych evaluation. Yes, you need to. Um, yes, you do for making it all the <laughs> way making through. making it all the way. Super fans, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to James Robert Webb in Limbo, mm-hmm. but he will be sponsoring again very soon here. What? With Limbo? A little in Limbo. Oh, yeah. He's got a week off of sponsoring oh, okay. here, but we still give him a, some love because, right. you know, he is sponsoring our podcast. Anybody else interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can contact our sales department here at WCTY Radio. It's very right. affordable. And... Uh, and until next week, which is going to be St. Patrick's Day, yay! where we'll have Irish jokes. That's right. You have been listening to the, best the world's best jokes, jokes told by the world's, world's best joke tellers. tellers.